Blog Talk Radio. I recently quit my job and took on a new venture in life. Welcome to Music from People I Know, where I catch up with friends, past and present, and talk about our music, inspiration, and passions. With a 15-year professional career in the music industry, I have met a lot of cool and interesting people. I'm here to share our stories. So today on Music From People I Know, my friend Scott Wagner from Raju will be my guest. Welcome to the show, Scott. Hey, what's up, Mike? Good to be here. Yeah, man. So so just before the show started, we, we got into a really interesting conversation because I, I recently got a sponsorship from a local dispensary, Bud's Limited Parachute, <laughs> 21 and up. It's right here in Parachute, Colorado. It's pretty rad in a little dispensary. I've got a joint. And we were talking about going to the store, you know, and I'm smoking some papaya dog. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking good, dude. I'm pretty high. That sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> but uh, we were talking about going to the store, you know, here in Colorado, as long as you're 21 and up, anybody can go to the store. But how it so... Can you explain how it works in in California? It's a little different um, right now, and I'm, there's there's definitely more people out there that fucking know way more about this than I do. But um, my basic and limited knowledge on the thing is that you know obviously you have to be 21 or older. Um, but here in California, if you're going to go to an apothecary or something, you need to have a valid state ID to go. Um, you can go in with a passport, but they won't serve you. Like, you can go in and check it out, and then, like, if your homie has, a, has like, a state ID or something, you can be like, hey, I want this, and I want that, and then tell them what you want, and they can go in and grab it. What if your passport's from California? What's that? What if your passport's from California, like my situation? Oh, you know what? I don't know. Mine, mine says I'm from Hawaii, so... It's a they they let me in, but they don't let me like buy anything. Right, but uh, but, but they let you get, talk to your buddies. Yeah, like they won't know. You know, it's just like when you're younger and you're tapping shoulder. You know, you go to the fucking grocery store and you're like, you wait for the older people to walk by. And you're like, yo, can you buy me this? It's kind of like See, that. Yeah, I hate that about Cali. You have to shoulder yeah. tap for everything in Cali, dude. It's like shoulder tap for this and shoulder tap for that. And here you mentioned shoulder tap, and people don't even know what the hell that is. They don't want us to be independent, Mike. No, I'm just kidding. They don't, dude. <laughs> no. California is very so much it, so an interde- uh, interdependent fucking state. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of on, on its own little people. thing. So yeah, enough great. about I don't all know that what, stuff. Uh, All that we're here to talk about. We're we're here to talk about some music, man, and some weed, of course. But, oh yeah. You know, what what was your main inspiration to sing, man? Uh, well, funny story. Um, so I like started off my passion for singing. Probably started in choir when I was younger, like much younger, kindergarten, first grade. When uh, you say it shamefully. When I used to, like. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I think the, uh, the, mor- the morals and stuff of church are great, but, uh, you know, 
as I got older and was able to think for myself, um, you know, that part of me changed. But back to the music. Yeah, I guess it would have to be, it'd have to be um, a chorus and uh, kind of what, uh, what started it. That and piano probably did it for me and drums. My cousin used to so play you drums pl- right next door to my house. So do you play other instruments? Um, yeah, I'd say I do. Uh, I played violin for a couple of years. Um, and uh, see, played the p- uh, piano off and on. Um, I played the ukulele. I played my guitar. Um, I played a bidding bow before. That was pretty trippy. Um, what is that? It's like this uh, Brazilian thing. If you like, if you Google roots from Sepultura, or if you like YouTube roots Sepultura live or whatever, uh, when he's playing the very beginning, like the intro to the song, um, you, you'll see Max Cavalera playing a uh, bit and bow. It's like this really trippy looking, like cross between like two halves of a coconut and a bow and arrow that you play with a with a little sack of rocks. Huh. And, is yeah, that that, and strike, is that, that really weird, interesting drum sounding thing that they use? It's like, yeah, it's like, it's part, I guess it could be partly percussive. Yeah, it's definitely percussive. I mean, but yeah, it's weird. It's like this, got this one random string attached to this fucking stick with like these, with these like two coconut halves at the at one side of them. And the, it's, it's kind of looks like a fuck bow and arrow with coconut. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool, really. So yeah, I mean, if you fucking know anyone who does capoeira, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, bidding bow, fuck yeah, I know that shit." Nice. So, so you just kind of gravitated you know more nice? towards singing. What's that? Yeah, I did. I was gonna say the Skywalker I'm smoking is pretty nice. Yeah, but, I like uh, Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, uh, great. Yeah, I am your father. <laughs> but uh yeah, I guess I kind of gravitated towards singing. The older I got, the more lazy I got. I was playing guitar and bass <laughs> in a punk band for a while and then I was like, you know what? This playing instrument shit for the birds. I'm going to focus on singing. <laughs> no, but in, in all honesty, the deeper I got into the musical hole, the more talented people I met and uh um yeah, I I guess uh so far I'm still singing so I haven't really met too many singers better than me but there's a trick to that I've kind of pigeonholed myself into the genre that I'm in so so you know I saw the signs early on and I was like you know what if I keep this up I'm probably going to be out of a job and (laughs) we're probably not going to want that to happen actually but uh yeah (laughs) so so what was your first CD then what was that CD like (sighs) Dude, I'm so old that, fuck, we didn't have CDs yet. There were fucking these things, these really cool things that are called fucking cassette tapes, dude. I don't know <laughs> if there's any kids out there that know about these things, but they're pretty fucking rad. Like, you know how you'd, like, make CDs and shit for, like, people that you like? Well, we used to do the same thing with cassette tapes, but it was way harder because you'd have to, like... Yeah, we stole it from the radio, the- bro. You have to pirate that shit from the fucking radio. Exactly. So you have to time, like, okay, this is their call or whatever. Once they say the shit they're going to say, I know they're going to play this next song. is going to be my favorite song. So I, I know it. And then it and wasn't. Then, 
And then either it wasn't, or you fucking recorded over one of the songs that you already liked. And you're like, fuck. Because, like, the tape was on the wrong side or something. You know what I mean? Because there was, there was two sides to these motherfuckers. Imagine what they had to do before that. Like, what did our parents have to you do? You know what? I heard way back in the day there was these things called eight tracks. Yeah, but um, even nah, before but that. Like you didn't. That, that's what started the record label. It wasn't easy to like make an album. Do you think that's kind of affected the quality of music? Um, I'm sure there's a give and take. You know, um, I think when any type of new technology is brought on board, <coughs> there's a uh, certain things. <coughs> wow, that's <some> good. Shit. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's certain things that benefit, you know, there might be a new way to put the same fucking, the same noises that we've been making forever together in a different way that people haven't listened or haven't heard or maybe haven't been privy because, you know, the technology was limited. But now that, you know, everybody is literally a fucking Rick Ross or whatever that has the technology to afford the shit that you can get nowadays to make an album. I mean, it's it's uh, pretty intense, man. Like, people are fucking making stuff that was only possible in, in a studio like 10 years ago, you know? I think uh, Raju is one of those kind of bands almost. You guys are writing some really intelligent, like, riffs and, like, crazy harmonies and stuff's really going on in that stuff. Um, right on. Thank how you, do you man. guys? Yeah, you'd have to thank what, Bobby for that. What's Bobby the process Maskin, for all that? Um, fuck. This is probably the most singer thing I'm gonna say, but I really don't have much uh, to say, or really have much to do with the uh, string portion of the creative process. Um, I basically like chime in here and there, like, oh, that is fucking sick, or that part's really cool <laughs> or yeah like this part at like one minute and 27 seconds is oh my god like fuck yeah we need to do more of that but that's pretty <laughs> much the extent <laughs> that's pretty much the extent of my my uh, participation in the creative process um that and so, drink a lot of coffee <laughs> drink coffee and, and write lyrics right drink coffee yeah drink coffee write lyrics so where do you get the inspiration for your lyrics well, lately, it's been more collaborative. Um, I still pull from life experiences. I mean, obviously, those come those come a lot. Daily, right? Stories. Yeah, right. But uh, I feel like, feel like, you know, it's a chance. When you write stuff about things that have already happened, it's kind of like therapy in a way. It's like but you kind of have a chance to process things. And, and uh, you know, you look back on them and... Uh, you, Sometimes they're the same, sometimes they're not. And usually when it's not the same, like the, when the feeling that you get when you read something that you wrote a while ago that, you know, that you have this certain feeling behind and you reread it, um, you know, sometimes you'll have the same effect, sometimes not. And usually when it's not, it, it tends to be of a, it tends to be kind of like a growing, like, like you grow a little bit, you know, and you can kind of see like where you fought your spot, your fucking way through things and where things just kind of happened. And I don't know, it's kind of like looking at the rings of a tree in a way. 
Right? So so each song is a is a ring of a tree. Yeah. Yeah, and like not just for the album that you're doing, just in general, just you just writing songs, it's like you're building a ring on your creative freaking for lack of better words, creative trees. Right. There you go. I like that. That that it's a growing yeah. tree. This is my giving tree. A growing tree. Yeah. Yeah. Except it takes more than it gives and <laughs> But it's a really pretty fucking tree. It truly is, and it's an amazing one. It's, so it's you know, I, I I have my second favorite song that I've I've discovered of yours, which is "Ugly Pigeon." Oh, oh dude, I love that song. That's one of my favorites. Ugly mean pigeon, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that I song, got this one cute. Tell us about it. Um, let's see, a lot of those lyrics come from our guitarist, Bobby. Um, some of the stuff that he that he went through, and then some of it, it was like, I think lyrically it was definitely collaborative. Um, uh, musically, like song structure-wise, um, it's one of Bobby's old songs that he had with one of his old bands. Uh, with our drummer now, Vinny, um, Bobby and Vinny used to play in this band called Riot, uh, Stand Accused, and... Uh, I think I met everybody from that band and they're all fucking super nice dudes and like super just chill, nice, genuine human beings. Kind of guys you want to have a beer and barbecue with, you know? Yeah. Right on. Well, let's uh, hear this track. Yeah.
Man, that song is fucking raging, dude. <laughs> Bro, thank you, man. That song's fucking really fun to play live. So we were talking. You you have a new album coming out. What's up? With, what's the deal with that? Um, shit. It's it's almost done. Uh, we've been working on this thing for probably a year and some change now, maybe longer. Um, just not really wanting to rush the the process with this album as much like the first one is just pretty much just to get our name out there and be like hey we exist and this one is just to be like no we're serious about it like um but yeah like the first album is definitely going to be a lot different than what you guys are about to hear um with this next one are you performing some of these tracks live yet live yet uh, we have performed um, the song. One of the songs we played in Portland at the uh, fucking I think it was it was some theater downtown in Portland. 
Tashi some bar. Can't remember. Typical shit. You play small venues and some big venues. What's your favorite venue? Um, shit. The one that has the most crowd participation. Um, I think the best show that we've played to the day was uh, the side room at the DNA Lounge. It was like last year. We fucking packed up places. A bunch of really sweet bands we're playing with. Um, it was beach themed, which is always fun. <laughs> and yeah, we like we had a bunch of floaties like flying around, and we had a buddy Skype us from Australia. Actually, Vinny's brother Skyped us from Australia, so. I grabbed the phone and took him on stage for a minute and uh, <laughs> put the phone in people's faces and shit. Yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, like, yeah, it was, it was just tons of fun. Like, we were water and drinks were flying everywhere and just everybody was just having a great time. I mean, fucking everyone's all smiles and laughing. And, I mean, what more could you ask for, really? You know? Right. And have a bunch so, of really awesome people with the. Do you get a lot you know, of. Do you get a lot of crowd participation in your shows, or is it is that kind of one of the things that's only when the crowd is there? No, um, no, no. If they're not doing it, I mean, we like we we can bring it too. Like we we definitely like doesn't matter. We literally played a show, well, like like a year and a half ago. Literally played a show to like this dude and his girlfriend it was like one of those shows where like it was like one of those shows where where they fucking suckered some young ass kids to buy some pre-sale tickets and shit they're like they sold them to all their fucking family and and whatever and all the family came out and supported them and then once their kids were done playing everybody left and it was literally like there was literally two people i'm not exaggerating there's literally two fucking people, one dude and his girlfriend, and then the people that work there, which don't count. And uh, <laughs> they actually they actually saw us, a, like, a few months after that, and they brought, like, a grip of people. And they were like, dude, like, we told them about how you guys didn't give a fuck. They were the only two people there. Like, he played like it was packed. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> but, but right there, there's right. a turnaround. You know, you play a show for right. two people, they bring fucking 20 people the next time you see them. I'll fucking, I'll, I'm stoked with that. Right. No, and you get some love. You get real love from that, right? For real, dude. Like, we, like, yeah, we, like, it, we played that show like we were fucking playing to a packed house, dude. It was rad. <laughs> um, so, so what oh, do you another, do to prepare uh, for the show? Here's another fun story. Huh? What do you do to prepare like, for a show? <laughs> dude, it has changed so much in the last fucking six months to a year it's not even funny like I used to try to go through this whole like stretching and warming up thing and and like I'd still fuck up and I was just like you know what it was almost like the more fucks I gave like the worse I did so now it's like if I feel like I need to warm up I'll warm up for as long as I need to and I'll I'll listen to whatever fucking song I want to listen to lately it's I've been enjoying warming up to Run the Jewels, dude. Shit gets me pumped. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's great. It's, it it totally distracts me from sounding like shit, and I get fucking stoked. It, it's it's definitely where you need to be mentally before you hit the stage. Nice. Sorry. Yeah. Distractions lighting my joint. No worries. 
Because this yeah, thing is right. Fuck yeah, dude. I am so baked. I'm so baked right now. I realized that I didn't even answer your question about what my first fucking CD was. We just went off on a tangent. No, um, you it did. Was a, it was you gift. did. It was a tape. Did I? You said it was a tape. Yeah. It was a tape, but I didn't tell you what tape it was. No, you didn't. You didn't I'm exactly sure. say that. I'm pretty sure it was fucking, it was, it was a MC Hammer. Fucking the one with Too Legit to Quit on it. I think it was uh, <laughs> Hammer Time. <laughs> no. Or maybe it was Please Don't Hurt Him Hammer. I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> and then after that, pretty sure my next fucking musical investment was uh, 12 Inches of Snow. That song was the shit. Song still is the shit. I dare so, you to karaoke so, that song next time you're in a karaoke bar. So my my first album was Weird Al Yankovic. Why am the I not with- surprised though? <laughs> it's so fucking perfect for you. <laughs> like it I'd be worried lot. if you said something other than Weird Al Yankovic, I'd be like, "What? <laughs> was it Weird Al?" <laughs> Holy shit! It's like everything I've known about you is a lie, Michael. It's a lie. <laughs> oh, my dogs—they're crazy. Can you hear them going nuts, dude? Yeah. Dude, kind of there's like. Uh, a Chihuahua and then a Chihuahua Yorkie. Oh, shit. <laughs> the Chihuahua the Yorkie Chihuahuas. is dope as fuck. But the Chihuahua yeah, is... Yeah, I was going to say, is the Chihuahua, like, the gnarly ringleader of the two? Like, the Chihuahua is the one that's like, no, nah, we're doing this shit, dog. No, actually, it's the other way around. But she's the one that's like, no, nah, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's great. So How is Colorado is just, these days? Dude, I love Colorado, man. I'll, I wouldn't change it for the world. It's beautiful here. It's a little dry this year. We don't, you know, and we had a really shitty winter, but I love the season. That's something I've never experienced before in my life until I moved here was the season. Nice. Like, I actually yeah. see the leaves fall and, you know, I, I see snow and, you know, and then the leaves come back. And then they go brown. And, well, that and happened real back. fast this year. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty fortunate. Where I grew up in Hawaii, like, we have all the seasons. Like, we even have snow. Like, there's, like, an annual dirt bike contest on one side of the, on one side of the mountain. And then on the other side, they have, like, a, or they used to have a snowboarding contest. But, uh, yeah. snowboarding. <laughs> and, snowboarding and surfing in the same day? Yeah. Yeah, you could totally do it. I've done it before. Not snowboarding. I didn't get on a snowboard, a real snowboard, until I moved to California. Or actually, until I moved to fucking um, uh, San Francisco. Finally went snowboarding. And, uh, yeah, I got my ass kicked. It was great. It was a good time. So so tell like, me about uh, the song Later Sooner. Later Sooner is about... Um, one of Bobby's chicks that he was dating, I think. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Damn, that's some good ass weed. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure that was that one. That one's about uh, that one's about about a relationship or a could have been a relationship or or something. A shit. Uh, it was one of those been. songs that like. Yeah, it was like one of those songs like 
Bob was like, oh, here's this song. And, like, I was, like, beating the shit out of it, trying to figure out, like, where the hooks were and, like, where, like, where all the stuff I wanted to do was. And I couldn't really, like, get it dialed in. And then Bob was like, here, check this out. And I'm like, that's fucking sick. So that's kind of what we ended up doing. And that's kind of, like, what we've been doing uh, in general for this whole album, this this album's unlike anything that I've ever written before. Uh, we we just kind of do, literally, we all vote on, like, parts. If there's ever a part that's in question, we all take a vote for it. And we're like, okay, cool, we're we're going to do what the majority says. And that's that's one of the nice things about having a five-piece versus yeah, having, like, a four-piece. Yeah, exactly. So somebody, somebody's got to be that guy to be like, no, we're doing this. <laughs> Is there always the same guy that's that guy? No, no, that's actually really cool. Is that it's not always the same guy. Like, I've given that guy a couple times. And, it, like, you know, you're in the hot seat and you're like, fuck. And then you're like, well, I don't I want just this want pressure. This. I, well, you, then you just kind of do what you just, what what's going to be honest. And it's like, usually one of the two, uh, uh, one of the two choices that we have to vote on are usually so obvious that these are like the only two directions that we could go kind of situation that, um, you know, it's, it'd be silly to not pick a side in a way, you know, if you're ever in the hot seat, if you're ever the fifth wheel, might as well just go, whatever you think is going to make the song pop and just do that shit. Stand by it. Right. Own it. Stand by your choice. Right. Well, Hey, let's listen to this song. Stand by your plan.
do that some sustain on those toms. Yeah. Yeah, dude, our buddy Zach um, out of Castle Ultimate and Shark Bite Studios, Zach O'Ren, he's a beast, dude. He's been uh, he's been uh, killing the game for some time now. So what's your recording environment like? Um, regarding, like in like like what regard? When you're when you're in the studio, what is what is the prime environment for you? Um, like what's most like conducive for like? Yeah, dark. Do you, the most is it dark and you have the lights off, or are you in a small room, oh. big room? Like, what's your environment like? Um, dude, honestly, it's really like my my physical environment doesn't really have. Not, I mean, maybe it's like two percent of the thing, whereas like ninety eight percent of it is like the the mental environment. <laughs> Like how what the fuck is going on with my what with with me that day? Like you know, basically if I'm if I'm happy and like which is I don't know. I'm I'm rarely bummed out when I have to record. Um <laughs> I don't I like I could maybe maybe there was a couple times where I was sick and I wasn't feeling it and you know, there was just no getting anything good out of it, beating a dead horse. Um, but other than that, I'm just, I'm just stoked to be there. Um, stoked to get these ideas out and, um, have them recorded and put our stamp on thing and, and then, uh, see, see what everybody else thinks about it. You know, like each song is like our baby, you know, we just, we, we, we love it from its infancy and when it's time for it to leave the house you know leave it we let it leave with uh with everything it needs to be successful and hopefully it doesn't get hooked on track (laughs) 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 that's great Uh, Uh, don't do crack but yeah it's a hell of a drug but it's okay like well you know still love the crack babies it's okay So, so do you guys have a tour planned, or you guys just kind of getting shit together and then going to do that? Um, yeah, we're definitely just getting shit together and then going to do that. Um, fuck, man, I'd love to tour Europe. Anybody out there listening, fucking ride you wants to play Europe. Let's go. Ride you hey, hey, 2018 are- Europe. I believe I have some fans in Finland, or or maybe it's uh, Norway. It's one, one of the two up there somewhere, and yeah, they do yeah. listen up there. Yeah. Well, if they're fans of and, tech pop and fucking prog metal, let's go. Right. Right. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> fucking it. Hey, but, well, uh, I just wanted to put this out there. You're hearing it here first. Raiju is a fucking tech pop band. We Googled it. There's nobody in that fucking genre. We're fucking the first tech pop band ever. What's up? Raiju in the house. So so please describe tech pop. And um, its origin I mean, it's best the genre. Described, I mean, it's, it, it was, let's see, it started in the early 2000s, I believe. Um to like maybe like the mid 10 2000s and then like it was like these five dudes they were in this band called Raiju 
and then they got tired of being pigeonholed as like that sounding band or that prog metal band or anything of that such. We're just like, you know what? Fuck this. I think it was our bass <laughs> that was like, was like, fuck this. Max was like, fuck this. Like, we need to find our own niche. And, and like, I don't know how the fuck you'd have to ask him. I'll ask him next time I see him and how he came up with tech popper, how that came to be about, but uh, <laughs> we're definitely going to put this on Wikipedia, so fuck that. It's going on there yesterday. Um, but yeah, I mean, Max is just basically over it. Somebody was over it, and they're like, yeah, like <laughs> we're going to be our, we're going to be our own genre. Fuck this. Like we're our own fucking genre because, I mean, so we're what, not what really, is it? What's really its genre lineage? Really are, I mean, we're a fucking pop band, we're a metal band. We're a proggy band. Um, we have hardcore moments. We're a punk band. I mean, we we're reggae-ish. There's like one part <laughs> and one song. There's like one part and one song for like thirty seconds where it's kind of like a reggae like inspired kind of vibe going on. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I mean, shit. Why not be tech pop? Fuck it. Why not? Nobody out right? there is Fuck tech it. pop. We're fucking tech pop. Shouldn't it be oh, like yeah. death tech? I think that one's already taken. Oh, is but it? We're definitely not death metal. We're definitely not death no. metal. No. But the beat, the beats I mean, are at points. Like I was going to say, I, was, I guess if you're listening to the drums, like if you're just to take all the music and the vocals off the album and only listen to the drums, like, yeah, I would think I was, there'd definitely be parts where I was like, Pop. what fucking metal, what death metal band is this? And yeah, like, that's, you were that's to, like, like some sort of death metal pop. Blasty. But, but like, yeah, with, the, with the Dream Theater, with the Dream Theater, like, Prog, so it's Prog Blast, there you go, we'll call it Prog Blast Pop. Okay. No, I, mean, tech I, pop I think works. tech pop. Tech pop's pretty easy. Yeah, tech pop. Like, I if guess you can so. sing it, if you can say it when you're big, then I love that shit. That probably you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta fucking. What was I gonna say? I'm big. Never mind. Is that what was running right through your mind? Yeah, your mm-hmm. song. Uh, Mikey Mike, Mikey uh, Mike, what? coming through. Johnny coming through for you. Oh, watch this, dude. Check this out, bro. I haven't busted this out in a little bit. Oh, wait. That's not the one, dude. Where's the one, bro? I got to get it on the one, dude. Dude, where is the Hold one? On. It's it's like hiding for me because I'm in the wrong mode, bro. But but if I can get to it, shouldn't be this You're difficult, bro. I, I'm there, bro. I'm like... I was on the milk and sugar, not the essentials, bro. I needed to be on the essentials. DJ. DJ. There we go. DJ. That is what gets those pouring at the bar. See, I'm DJ Short That's what we need. We We need one of those, whatever those things are called. We need one of those. It's yeah. a DJ controller, bro. With an iPad. I don't know. I wouldn't <laughs> trust myself with that much fucking audio power. Like, 
DJ. I can see myself getting thrown out really quick <laughs> with one of those things. <laughs> like, what happened? What happened? I don't know. Our singer got one of these DJ pads, and that was the end of it. There you go. I really do like that clap, though. Where's that? Where? What kind of a program is that? It's off my DJ, my DJ setup. <laughs> that that clap a- is so boss. I just love how somebody said like somebody that made that software was like, no, the snare is not enough. We need to, we need to overlap that shit with a clap and really make that shit pop. Yeah, there has to be a clap. Like nowadays, like if you don't have a clap on your snare, like you're fucking up, bro. Do you guys have a clap on your snare? Dude, of course we got a clap on the snare. Duh. We pretty much got a clap on everything that you can clap on, like. Is it a yeah. clapper, bro? Uh, Will it turn people's lights on? Yeah, I was gonna say. I hope. I hope. I hope our fucking listeners. I hope the people that get our new album aren't aren't living in like one of those smart homes where they clap and shit because their lights are constantly gonna be turning off and on. Their TV, their microwave, sensor <laughs> oven. <laughs> oh it's shit! It's gonna dude. go off randomly. <laughs> oh shit! I just remembered. I have you seen the, the Alexa? Here. Have you seen the Alexa talk to the Google that talks to to the Siri? Um, no, but I saw something similar. It was like two Alexas, and they just they, they were like really close to each other, and it just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. And it's amazing. <laughs> well, we're we're kind of uh, we're kind of on the the home stretch here, so I'm gonna play one more song here. And I told you Word, I was gonna man. save. I was gonna save the best for last, okay? Well, now, shit. Now, for some reason, I feel like you know, at some point, we were tempted with this drink, and I, I get it. Drink. Yeah, the Kool Aid, bro. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Hell yeah, the Kool Aid. That song is really <laughs> fun to play live. That song is really fun to play. I could bet. I love the punk aspect to it. Fuck yeah. I mean, it's all...
Dude, that fucking song, dude. Like, seriously. It had every single element of, like, metal and pop and punk and everything there. There was, like, it was fantastic. So the new stuff is going to be similar, better. What was that inspired by? The Grapevine. Oh. That fucking like the song? Nothing. Yeah, the song. No, no, the place. Like, oh, the patch yeah. of nothing between between Bakersfield and and whatever part of LA is the the, the northernmost part. <laughs> <laughs> the northernmost part of nothing LA. Yeah, I, I totally forgot about the grapevine. That used to yeah. be so important in my life, and now it's like I I don't even remember what it is. Yeah, like, so, like, before the grapevine would, like, indicate the beginning of a long adventure, or is, or or not a long adventure, or just, like, it would be, like, commencement of me leaving L.A. or my hub, and now it's, like, now it's just, like, a gr- it's, it's a pleasant, it's a pleasant sight. It's nice to see, it's a warm greeting by the grapevine when you see it, you're like, I'm almost to L.A., fuck yeah. See, I go the other way. I come in off the 15. I forget what that one is. Is that the, like, Cajon Pass or something like that? The one that I don't comes know. down through, comes down through, like, San Bernardino from Vegas. Oh, that's That's the same for me. It's like when I come down that, it's like, oh, hey, I'm in L.A. And, and my driving habits completely change. I become, like, yeah. an L.A. driver again. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely don't miss that about LA. That's for sure. So, nuts. so where can people find your music? Uh, you find us at Bandcamp. Um, so you do ride you music. Uh, Facebook.com slash ride you music. Um, hold on. Let me make sure. It's not supposed to be this hard, Mike. Hold on. <laughs> now I got stuff. I do have a link to the album that we listened to today. It's right next to Scott's name and Raju. There's a link there. You can find it. It's pretty easy to find. It's pretty much the standard. Bandcamp.com slash Facebook. Or Raju Music. Facebook.com slash Raju Music. Pretty much everything slash Raju Music. Download us. R-A-I-J-U. Um, still free on there. We're on iTunes. Um, anything you can do to help us is super sick. We appreciate everything. Um, and, you know, thanks to you, Mike. Thanks for having me on the show and letting me talk about the album and, and silly things and putting our music out there for all your for all your lovelies to hear. All right, right on. Thanks for being on the show. I have one more question for you. What do you prefer, stage or studio? Stage. Hands down. Way, way more fun. Way more movement. Way more fun. Yeah. I think the studio is where you go, <laughs> where, like, you're like, oh, my God, I suck so hard. And then, like, <laughs> and then you just do it over and over and over and over and over and over. And then, like, you know, you start someplace and you end another place, so... I mean, but on stage, you're always like, fuck yeah, this is the shit. And it's like, as long as you don't watch any of the footage that that anybody shot, you're good. (laughs) Any shows coming up? (laughs) 
Um, not at the moment, but we do. We are going to be releasing a single off our next album, um, which I believe right now the title we're still working on. That's how that's how brand new this shit is going to be coming off the press. I mean, it's still going to be hot, but uh, we got a music it's video smoking, coming huh? up in the next month or so. Yeah, we we like just shot it. Dude's amazing. Uh, I believe his name is Alan. And, uh, yeah, dude's super rad. He's on it. We'll have more info on that coming up. But uh, you got to have me back, man. You got to have me back when that will do. drops. Will do. You know what's really cool, Scott, is anybody that shows up to Buds in Parachute, Buds Limited, they get a $4.20 joint. Oh, dude. I, actually, I was just going to say, like, if and when, dude, you got to get a show in Colorado. If and when we get up there I to play shows, you're going to take us to the fucking dank spots. <clears throat> yeah, dude, I heard you get like, more. I heard you get more baked in Colorado too because of the elevations. Yeah, Which one thing sense. I you you can't hold on to your weed for long unless you keep it in really? like a really really good jar. Otherwise, it'll dry moisture? out a bit. Yeah, because oh, it's super dry, dry here. Yeah, it's super dry here. But wow. when you get it at the store, it's really nice. But you got to, like, keep it nice. You know, so you do have to nice. do things to keep it. You know, and you can. You put, like, There's a little white towelette in there. Yeah, something. Or, you know, put it inside, like, you know, the jar that they give you. And then put it inside a bag. And if you're really that paranoid about it. I mean, mine stays pretty good. But it does dry out sometimes. Word. You can't leave the lid off of it for long. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like if you're gonna buy weed out there, like you kind of like buy it as you need it. That'd probably be the best way to do it. I mean, it's right. It's not like it's super hard to get anymore. No, just mention not the show at really the store was. and get a four dollar four dollar. It ends up being five bucks after tax. So right, but right. you get yourself a five dollar joint and have yourself Fuck a fucking yeah. awesome day. Hell yeah. That sounds like, oh. dude, I'd rather get a $5 joint than a $3.40, that's for sure. <laughs> right? And I'd rather get a $5 yeah. joint than a pack of smokes. Yeah. 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 Totally. All day long. Oh, shit. Right, I brother. just remembered I have to reschedule my doctor appointment. I just for, I, I forgot I had a doctor appointment today. Oh, and you huh. just missed it for the show? Um, No, I just forgot it. I got to call oh. and reschedule. <laughs> well, we'll get off the phone with me and go schedule your, your appointment. <laughs> I will. Thanks, Mike. great, man. Thanks for listening. Show your support by subscribing and sharing. Music from people I know.